Yo, yo, welcome to King Sportscast. As you can see, we have a new setup now. Pretty exciting. Uh, we got a new logo, as you just saw, and uh, I'm gonna start getting them all done here. Uh, recently, I guess, we'll start out first, Chris Paul. Uh, Chris Paul getting to his first finals. Uh, it's huge for his career, huge for some of the implications that go into his legacy. Uh, this is really make or break series for him now. Uh, he plays well. I mean, probably win or loss, but mostly, you know, obviously he wins. Uh, it'll be huge. Uh, obviously, last night he closed game six uh, with 41 points, uh, eight assists, no turnovers. Uh, huge, huge night. He uh, went seven for eight from three after being 0 for nine for the last couple games. So uh, that was a huge moment. and. Huge for him to close out the series like that. It really uh, sets the tone going into the finals. And he has an amazing opportunity with the injuries and the situations that he has. It's probably his best opportunity maybe going forward, uh, depending on where he signs uh, after this year. Uh, does he stay with the Suns? Does he go somewhere else? That's another question for another day. Um, but yeah, I mean, what he's done with the Suns team, uh, taking them where he's taking them right now, it's just another great check mark on his legacy wherever he's gone he's won and he's played well and uh just awesome to see a player of his caliber finally maybe get some of the recognition that he's always deserved and uh i guess you know i guess talk a little bit about chris paul obviously wake forest drafted fourth overall uh i think one of my i think you know thought of a couple moments to take out of uh Top three moments, I think, for me is uh, his steel streak. I remember, you know, I was definitely in my life one of those streaks where you pay attention every day or pay attention to the games, make sure he gets it done. Um, his uh, game-winning shot against the Spurs, uh, that, you know, probably his clutchest singular shot that he's ever shot. You know, obviously a series ender is always going to be up there. And then last night with the game six is definitely, you know, his his career mark game. I mean, he just absolutely took it over. He went crazy, and it was mostly in the second half. I mean, he didn't have a lot of the break, so that was incredibly huge going forward. Oh, wait. There we go. There's the logo. Look at me screwing up there. Got the logo for what? Yep, uh, that's a new logo. You probably saw it in the entry of the video. But, uh, yeah, so... Uh, and then I guess, you know, some of the funnier moments was when he led the attack uh, through the locker room. Uh, probably one of the funnier sports moments, being like the the main guy to go to take care of that. And then uh, getting crossed up by Steph Curry is probably his, I guess, if you wanted to say negative. But I mean, he's on the wrong side of history in that moment. Because that's probably Steph's, you know, one of Steph's greatest uh, dribble moves that he's performed in a game. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I've am i been pulling, I've said this whole playoff run that I was pulling for Chris Paul early. I, I just thought that would be awesome. You know, it's kind of like a Dirk Nowitzki situation. Like, you want some guy who's really been an all-time great to kind of, like, get that championship, uh, you know, monkey off his back or whatever. So that's, that's huge, and, you know, it's good for him and good for State Farm, right? Uh going into the finals whoever he faces uh he really has to get the job done so i'm excited to see if he can i'm i'm pulling for him for sure and uh 
Suns and four, baby. Suns and four. Uh, next, uh, I guess in the sports realm we could talk about is uh, Shohan Otani is absolutely been going crazy the last couple weeks, not even the last month. Uh, he's proven he's probably the greatest talent that's ever played baseball at this point, you know, uh, with his pitching ability. Like, we've never seen. This is Babe Ruth stuff. This is, this is, you can't even imagine. Babe Ruth was always fiction, almost fictional to me, like, to think that he could be that good pitching and hitting, but he's doing this real time, real life, which is incredible to see uh, someone just do that. It's like video, it's like playing the show, like in playing the game, you know, it's not even realistic. Like, you know, he, it, some of his performances and he just, he, and he's young. He's still going to keep getting better, hopefully. So it, it's honestly mind blowing. And, and, you know, baseball is in a really good position right now. And, uh, the Angels are actually kind of doing well. And then another thing with baseball is the Red Sox are back and I actually got to go to a Red Sox Rays game and it actually happened to be the debut of Wander Franco. And uh, I got videos, I'm gonna put it on my Instagram and my Facebook. Uh, I actually got a video of his debut home run and it was really cool to go and see. It was an 11 inning game, so it was long. It was like, uh, it, was, it was a crazy awesome experience. Got really good seats, uh, obviously a plus of going to the trot compared to Fenway. But uh, definitely, uh, He's the real deal. From what I've seen, uh, just his plate presence. I mean, he it's not only the home run, he had a double, uh, he had a walk. He almost hit another home run at the warning track. And yeah, his plate presence already at that age is, is honestly incredible. And hopefully the Rays know what they have. And I mean, I, it's sad to say, but you know, there's a good chance he, he doesn't play in a Rays uniform long-term for how talented he is. He's gonna demand a lot of money, so how good he probably is and seems to be at his young age so uh the Rays and Red Sox are obviously battling for first place right now um Yankees are going through it but uh I think baseball as a whole has really you know been is turning around this year it's had a great year uh I like the place to go to but the on the latter side is you have the sticky situation with uh, the substances and seeing that firsthand, uh, they they checked every Red Sox pitcher every time, made them take the belt off, do all that, and they really don't seem like they have an understanding of really how to attack this or what is even the problem or care. You know, it's, it feels like a, a straw man's act. Like they're just pulling out of nowhere, just you know, hope to hit something, but they don't even really know what they're doing. It's just like with the steroid thing, and Ron Manfred's been the worst commissioner in sports going through this stuff, and I think. That's probably the first move they need to go, but changing commissioners is never easy, or what they need to do is never easy. But it seems like they, they don't need, the Max Scherzer example, you know, that it's like almost comical, like to how they don't even know what they're doing. So I think baseball's in a good place, but they're also going through their, what it seems like. And obviously, some of these pitchers, you know, Garrett Cole, and, you know, they, they have not looked good going through this. So. I don't know how to act it. I know you you want to make you want to make sure they're not cheating, but at the same time, like you know, baseball doesn't need to get slower with every inning them checking or X Y Z throwing people out and not really understanding like how to attack this. So I'm interested to see how that is going forward, and how they're going to keep enforcing if they're going to keep doing what they're doing now. Uh, 
very interesting going forward. And then uh, the last thing I think I was going to bring up is the UFC. Uh, we don't have a fight till the, the Dustin and Connor trilogy, which I'm excited. It's a huge, huge implications for both fighters. I mean, Poirier would be the first fighter to take out Connor twice, and Connor's first opponent to lose to twice, where Connor comes back. Uh, it's, it's a real, you know, real big implications. And then going forward also, like, what does that mean for Connor? Does Connor, you know, he loses, is he, is that like, is that the last we really see a big fight? Like, he obviously is always going to pull numbers and make money, and we know that, but I mean, how many, he's going to keep getting fights, there's no doubt about that, but it's, it's, we definitely see him in a different light going forward if he loses the trilogy against Dustin. And obviously Dustin is, you know, he's going to get another big money fight, and he's got to be catapulted right into that, uh, that you know, championship fight uh, conversation again. And yeah, so also with the UFC, other than the other fights going forward, like, you know, who, where does Adesanya go from here? Uh, I don't know. Uh, he's, he's definitely exhausted <laughs> all his opponents. I feel like he's just so such mastery in his weight class. Who he fights next is, I guess, whoever he wants. I don't really see it yet. Uh, probably has to go Whitaker again. I, f I feel like, you know, just squash that bug while you can. You know, I don't know if it's the biggest fight, you know, pay-per-view-wise, but, you know, just keep squashing him. And I'm sure he's going to try and, you know, do the jump again eventually. But I think right now he just needs to just keep cleaning his weight class out and keep, keep being Israel. Uh... Yeah, and then John Jones. Uh, do we see John Jones this year? Uh, I, I would like to see John Jones at heavyweight. The pictures of him, he looks like he's good, but I don't know if he's, he doesn't look like he's gonna fight this year. And whose opponent is, uh, and that's kind of like tied back to this UFC pay, is is the UFC not paying their fighters enough? Like, you see the Francis Ngannou thing where Derek Lewis and Sergio Gain is, uh, is fighting, and I get like, where, where does UFC start paying them more? Like, is it? I don't know. The UFC seems like it was a great product going through the pandemic, and they were clearly the the best sport at going through that. And they host great events, and they definitely have great exposure. But their average pay is is near the WNBA. So you're like a top four or five sport entity in the world, and you're paying. I don't know. It just, it just doesn't seem like the numbers are adding up. Uh, you know, Jake Paul's been exposing this, as you know, the MMA world hates him, but he has been exposing the UFC fighter pay. He just covered that fighter's camp, so that's kind of huge. Uh, where does the UFC go from here? Obviously, they can't just pay everyone millions of dollars, because it's a lot different than the other sports, but, I mean, they have to make sure that their fighters aren't, you know, going broke. Like, it's kind of embarrassing. Um, yeah, and... I guess that's all I have for today. Uh, I'm gonna be making more content, more episodes gonna be coming out soon. Super excited about it. And I hope you guys, you know, pay, come come hang out. Other than that, uh, we got the Porgan shirt. If you wanna, if you're interested in any Porgan apparel, uh, just hit me in my DMs and I'll, I'll guide you there. Other than that, have a great day. King Sportscast out, peace.